When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening and welcome to Sugar and Silk. My name is Ben Doughty. My name is uh, Gary Stretch. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I'm microsilkologist. You've been so. Yes, you've been sunbathing down on uh, Venice Beach, I see, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> um, sun, sun hugging. I've been hugging the sun, not bathing. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure we were allowed to make those kind of uh, cliche jokes anymore. You know, the whole thing about having a suntan. Frank Bruno, that was one of his bits of shtick he would have with these, you know, obviously predominantly mm-hmm. white journalists like Des Lynham and Harry Carpenter. They'd yeah. say, how are you, Frank? He'd say, oh, no, not bad. You know, I just got back from Barbados. Been getting a suntan, you know, Harry. Uh, is that been cancelled by now, Silk? I'm not even sure. You know what, though? But black people can still get the tan. It's funny. They get more, like, red under your skin. It depends on, you know, that yeah. your hue. But, but, you know, we get darker, too, just like every other skin type. The only thing is, you know, you know what I mean? We're just ahead of everybody. We start off ahead, that's all. Yeah, in every way, you know, except socially, you know, economically often. But um, <laughs> that's another discussion, isn't it? Listen, we're supposed to have Gary Stretch here. We are sugar, silk and stretch, it would appear, going forward from this point forward. I don't, let's, I mean, we're going to discuss the big controversy that is raging throughout the whole boxing world today. I'm going to see if Gary turns up in the next minute or two before we necessarily breach that we can breach it anyway you know uh, i can tell silk you're in a bit of a hurry to get going it was your call that we go live and wait for gary to catch up with us i didn't argue with it so listen michael the entire boxing world is embroiled in this controversy today it was a pretty dominant performance from alexander Usyk in poland last night save for the um bizarre incidents of the fifth round when daniel dubois landed like a kind of looping right uppercut you could almost call it a bolo punch which landed kind of on the waistband of Usyk's trunks. Uh, the referee called it low. Usyk looked like he wasn't getting up anytime soon at all <laughs> at one point. He looked in a bad way. It looked like he was almost he was unwilling to continue, or possibly, at one point. Yeah. Um, and, thought, and on, that, on that exact point, while it's right there, if I could for a second, Ben, when you get hit in the testes, yes. pain is so... 
like you ride. It's not, you don't sit there and like breathe. And I, like, this is exactly what Usyk was doing. He was breathing and he was thinking and he was whatever. When you get hit in the nuts, basically, it's a different pain altogether. When you get hit in the, when you get hit in the, in the um, like the solar plexus goes from like what? Not the sternum, but the. Um, it's in, it's in your chest. I'm going to pick you up on that, by the way. I didn't do it on Facebook because it feels a bit tit for tat. Um, and I didn't want it to be like I'm trying to make you look bad or mistaken. But you said solar plexus. That's right up here, baby. It's like, it's like that's, that's right up there. And then it then it stretches down. Like you come down from the top right here, and you go straight down to your belly button, and then you go below the belly button. But that that's still the ability to lift that air up is still there. Here we go. That, there we go. That, that's all very true, and that's a very fa fascinating biology lesson. But give it up for Gary Stretch, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What have I missed? Um, nothing. Just I was talking bollocks, really. You know that. that um, well, that's, literally, I don't care what literally. You said. I was to say it. Gary, <coughs> we're talking about the controversy. Obviously, you know that me and you and I spoke briefly on the phone about it last night. I, 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 I feel well, let's, let's start with the fucking undercard. Oh, go I've on. Never, go on then. I have never felt more offended. As a human being, as a fight fan, as a with Hamid's opponent. Oh, did you see that, that Michael? Was, with who? Did you see Nassim Hamid's son? Oh no, I didn't see him. Tell him the Gary. Opponents, it was absolutely horrific when he walked in. He didn't have a muscle on his body. Tiny little kid. He looked like he was yeah, fifty pounds or less. Nassim's son or his, or his opponent? It's his uh, Nassim Hamid's son fought an opponent. There yeah. was 17 that allegedly, he looked about 14 at best, didn't he, Gary? And he was woefully inept, Silk. He literally, keep going, Gary. Well, it, it, was, it was one, two, his record, one win, two losses. But he was a tiny child. He was like a baby. He didn't have a muscle on his body. It was like the lamb to the slaughter. I love Naz. I understand it's his son's first fight ever. So you just got to go through the motions, right? So I understand all of the all of the precaution, but when when you saw that little boy enter the ring that he fought, it was offensive to me as a fight fan. I, I was disgusted before. If I, and then, not only was it bad, I mean, then he, he won in forty seconds, and the kids against the ropes just just with his eyes closed. Yes, and he and he bangs him around a bit, and the ref jumps in quickly, which is good and then all of the walking around and bravado as if he'd done something if it was me and I all due respect I would have been embarrassed I would have walked out very quietly and I would have just said okay I got I got that done with whatever but I don't think I would have even fought the kid if I was a true professional fighter and it's not the way you look this was offensive to me well, you know what happens afterwards. You know, all of the so you know, you know really what happens, I wish you so, so, so you know what happens is like you sign for the fight and you don't know who it is if you're the fighter, and then you get to the fight and then there's the weigh in and you see your opponent. That's the point right there. <laughs> if you're going to say anything, no, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, well, they've picked this kid for his debut. They've seen yeah. him. Yeah. They've so his managers, his matchmakers, match in jail. Well, his managers, his managers should be like, well, this isn't going to be good for us. I mean, there's there's people. I've seen some pretty atrocious people on like ESPN or ESPN two or whatever, fighting just the same, exactly what you're saying. So I absolutely 100% agree with you. 
But you know what they do? They just pad their records as much as possible. And I don't know if Nassim's son, is he a strong amateur or is this? No, he's Michael. Michael. This, was thing that, this was his first ever fight. No amateur, yeah. no pro. So I get, I, get, pedigree. I get that, right? And, and I'm a fan of Naz. I love him as a, as a person, as a man. I would look after Mike at the same, but I would not, if you see what we saw, it was not looking after someone. I'll tell you what, 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 I'll tell you what is scary. If that kid would have got hit and hurt badly, I would have put the fucking matchmaker in jail. I would, I would, I would put legal because they didn't look the same weight. It it was, it was just, the kid was just, just offered to die. And he just got in there and he ran and he just got beat up a little bit. He covered his eyes. And it was just, and then everyone's, and I, I, it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen in the fight game. Talk about, I've never seen that in UFC. I give Dana that. I've never seen that, anything so yeah. mismatched in my life. And ever. I think, that was the, the biggest mismatch the effect, I've ever seen in my life. I think the effect it can have, Gary, it can make you root against uh, an Adam Hamid before he even starts through no fault of his own. Because you, I was so excited for him. I was so excited for Naz. Naz. I was like, I love Naz. You know, is he Naz. a good puncher? Is this is this guy a good puncher? Like, is Naz? No, like, like, uh, did he? Or what did he look like? Boxing. I'll him? tell you what he looked like. Right, he had some of them Nassim for the forty seconds we saw with nothing in front of him. You'd have learned as much seeing him on the heavy bag. He looked like he had those Nassim Hamid kind of, you know, that swagger. And and he did this funny thing with his feet, as I'm sure Gary will will, will confirm. This funny thing where he'd pick him up in an exaggerated fashion, doing a little jig. And he looks like he, he nice free flowing combination puncher. Looks, you know, he looks significantly better talent wise than Campbell Hatton for the sake of a of a similar uh, yardstick. Um, but whether he punches as hard as his old man, you, you'd have no way of knowing because this kid was just an absolute lamb, you know, or a deer yeah, caught in the headlines. And how old is Nassim's son? Twenty one is he, um, Adam? Oh, sorry, uh, Gary, something like that. Maybe. Wow. It was all the stuff before, I mean, after, like, he'd done something. And it's like, I, I would have been, I would have loved Naz's son if he'd have just walked out quiet and took the win. But the, did, all, did he say something afterwards? Did he, act like, did he act like he won the world title or something? Yeah. And and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to and, and put anyone in front of me now. And, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm knocking all right. I, I think it was probably a comedy skit they were doing. Probably something for... You know, they're doing you know, a they're better than that, these guys. They they don't need to do that. Because it was there was no cheers, it was just silence. It was just like everyone was just embarrassed. I, I mean Michael, it, it was the was pre main event, wasn't it, Gary? It was literally the fight. Pre main event. No way. I mean you yeah. pull, pull up a picture of him, Ben. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see if Simon could do that. See a photograph of him. Okay, see we're ten minutes in. We're ten minutes in. We gotta get to this fight. Yeah, we, we okay, do okay. have to. We do have to. Okay, you're getting professional with this, Silk. You're starting to guide the show. I like I like what I'm seeing here. You could be good at this one day. Now, listen. So, Gary, we know that the whole entire boxing world, certainly on social media, is embroiled in this big controversy today. And I've seen credible people, boxing people, split right down the middle, 50-50 on it. It was a low blow. No, it wasn't a low blow. You know, Dubois should be the you legitimate champion today. It didn't today. matter to me in the end because... Well, it mattered, but it it, it, it it's well, it is a low blow, hundred percent below the navel, right? Below the belly button is a low blow. They say. Silk says no. See what I mean? Well, this this is what I looked up the rules today, and he says below the navel. That's 
That's what he says. But you can't tell where the navel is when someone's got their shorts and they got the waist protector on, right? Well, what if you've got a navel here? You know what I mean? It's like people have unusual bodies, right? So I I don't (laughs) know. So someone's guessing, like the referee has to inspect the guy's belly button first. Your belly button's there, your belly button's there. Do you know, but you guys know this. The referee often, and I imagine he did it in your day as well, he'd say, to one corner, okay, your shorts are a little high. I'm going to call these shots just by here. Good, okay? If he thought they were. Absolutely, if he thought they were. Here's the thing. Let me just say straight out, Usyk was going to win the fight anyway. That was my opinion. I definitely, absolutely, 100% thought that no matter what he was doing, wasn't doing right, he was going to win that fight. I, I, you know what I mean? That, that's what was going to happen. But to say that that punch was a low blow, I think is, I mean, come on, Gary, you fought. You How many times have you been hit on the belt? On the belt, on the, on the right? How many times have you been hit there? No, how many times have you complained in the fight? No. But, I've, been, I've never complained in the fight. I've no, been hit no, in the But when you get hit in the nuts, it's an excruciating pain. It's absolutely different than getting hit in the solar plexus. That's all I'm saying. Usyk would have won, but that was not a low blow. And I think people are kind of like playing favorites with it. I like him. He's a great guy. He's a nice guy. He's an absolutely amazing talent. All those things. But he got hit with a shot that took the wind out of him, basically. I've just seen a thing from Simon saying he has an image of Hamid's opponent if we want it. I don't know how that works. Please, sure, please. There you go. Look at that, Mike. Brilliant, Simon. Good job. You see it, Michael? The kind of breakdown? Okay, take it away, please. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, without without wishing to get off the subject, but yeah, there you go. That, that was a big, he looked big in that. That that was flattering of him. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was the yeah, after. But, but you do, but you do know that. I mean, we've seen some pretty sorry-looking people. Like, whoop! Remember Sean O'Sullivan? You look at him; he never had a muscle in his body. Yeah, <laughs> but man, he dropped hammers on guys, especially even as an amateur. Sean O'Sullivan. I mean, there are a ton of fighters like that, but yeah. It is but anyway, it is. Um, so I, you talk. Everybody's been saying today that below the navel is a low blow. I asked Bob Williams, who's a top official. I tagged him in a conversation with you, Michael, but he didn't want to comment publicly, like referees often don't. So he inboxed me, and he said it's just above the top of the hips is the belt line. That is the the line that the referee has in mind, regardless of where the fighters wear their trunks. I've seen all these pictures today of. Usyk with his shorts high in the Joshua fight. I've seen his shorts quite low, exposing his navel after the fight. Tony Bellew saying this proves the point. It was low. And then people are saying, no, that's after the fight. His shorts may have come down a bit or they may have pulled it down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've, I've never seen I, such. I'll tell, tell you what's shocking. So I was on the fence in regards to the psychology of Usyk until the post-fight interview, You uh, Usyk actually said... You hit me in the nuts. Now, if he had said it was low, but he actually said the word nuts because they translated it, the the manager. Now, <coughs> if he's saying he hit him in the nuts, that is abs- we all know he didn't hit him in the nuts. Whether it be Palacy. a little bit low, okay, but he never hit him, but he actually said he hit me in the nuts. So if he's saying that, that's a that's a very, very scary like, like that's a that's 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 a lie, right? So he's lying. Yes. And um, so I was shocked. I was. I thought he may said he hit me low, and but he said he hit me. It, it doesn't mean you're allowed to hit me in the nuts. And so when he said that, I thought, oh, that's. And the thing that Michael's correct, he was going to win the fight, but was he? Because he was complaining all night. He was uncomfortable. I've never seen a fighter complain about everything. 
He, every little time he touched him anywhere, he complained. And, and when fighters complain, it, it makes me nervous because, you know, we've all been in them. I don't complain. If it's yeah. in the nuts, of course, you don't need to complain. If it's in the nuts, you're going to get the, the, the ref's going to see it. But he was complaining about everything. It was, it was um, a big crack in the armor for me mentally. Yeah. I, don't I hear that, he, Gary. And I agree with you. I agree with you. I think. I, I, always I, I, actually, I actually disagree. And, oh. and, and, and I'll tell you why I disagree. I don't think he prepared to the level he usually would against this guy. You can even looking at his body, he didn't look prepared. Like there was his intensity, though, the way he threw his punches were kind of like lackadaisical. I almost felt like he was painting when he was throwing those punches. He wasn't turning the hands over, he wasn't looking to hit him with the knuckle. He, you know was, what? Was, tell me if you think this is a, an option. Um, did he look like he's turned the, the clock of time? Over the hump. Yeah. I don't no, know. Don't he didn't look, I'll tell you something, he was uncomfortable. I'll tell you what was amazing about um, Daniel. He, he, it was a great competitive five rounds, six rounds. But what was scary about that, I thought he'd hurt his knee because like, I thought it just suddenly became incredibly fragile, you know, from, from being really competitive. Which one, Dubois? To, sorry? Dubois hurt his knee, you said? I thought he did. The first time when he went down, I thought he took it. I thought his knee had buckled. Yeah. I, I thought it was the knee had gone. And then and even on the second one, it was, a, it was a pretty hard jab, but then he just, he took... You know, he went down. I thought it was his knee at first. If it was not his knee, then how he's fragile. You can you touch him with anything, in it and he goes over. Yeah, there's something very like I always thought like Dubois is kind of strange. I don't get his decision making process. It isn't like it's like you know when you you know when you watch guys fight and they've never fought before. They've never had like a professional amateur, nothing. They're just like street yeah. guys, or and and one guy hits the other guy, and the other guy goes, "Oh, I've been hit, so I know I have to be knocked out." And they go down on purpose because I I got hit. It's not like you're. It's not like you're like. It's not like you're hurt. It's not like you've been wobbled or. or it's just the fact that you got hit and and you saw on a TV when people get hit you go down. So then he goes yeah. down. <laughs> I was like, this is comedy because he can't go down from that and stay down like a ten count from a jab that wasn't even. It wasn't like a power jab like Hagler does. Like what he hit Hearns with, he pulled it back and jumped into it. It was. That's people strange. are saying. People are saying that the controversy of the body shot overshadowed the fact that Dubois quit, capitulated, surrendered. Essentially, mm -hmm. that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, Gary? You know what made me laugh? They talked about the like on tennis when you go to the cameras, and you know, and you do all. Oh, if, you go, yeah. if you go to the cameras and do the check and come back and just do. A, Sure, the ref. The guys had ten minutes anyway, so it's mean, yeah, a good how, point. Yeah. How, how can you do that in boxing? It doesn't yeah, make sense. We need VAR but, to stop these things happening. Yeah, let's just go. You no, know, yeah. saying let's go to the cameras. Like it's yeah. the same thing. If he would, what, what? I tell you what disappointed me with Daniel is this: no matter what happened, no matter what it was, when he got up, he had a lot of momentum. Daniel, he if he was ever going to jump on him, it was now. And he should have jumped on, and then he went back into a boxing fight and very, oh, no, no, um, you know, but, but no, he, 
He's obviously he's obviously not a very experienced and, and skilled no. individual, but he tries to force his fight upon people, and that's what he did with uh, Usyk. He tried to force his fight, and you can see him ebb and flow. He didn't. He was confused. There were some things that that Usyk did that absolutely confused him, and he and he, you know, he withdrew from the battle. Absolutely right. He pulled. He it was pulled. competitive though, more so than I thought for a long time. Yes, and everybody thought, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he I did think... look dangerous, Dan. And I just kept thinking he's just going to land one shot. And it's like I was thinking he's he's getting beat, but he had he had me on the edge of the seat thinking he maybe he could yeah. do some big right hand to get yeah. lucky. Or... Yeah. But then all of a sudden, once once he allowed Usyk to get that rhythm, game over. Took him a while. It took him a while, and he was uncomfortable for a while. But as soon as he got into the the Usyk rhythm, he just beat him up, and it and that and it was all Usyk. You know, for the last couple of rounds, it was like he just. And I, I think Michael's right. I think I think what won the fight last night more than more than ability in anything was experience, and and that mental experience of, of Usyk and that mental strength. Yeah, he's been Daniel, there. He knows what to Daniel do. Daniel just kind of did good things and didn't know what to do when he did good things. And then when things got under yeah. pressure, it kind of folded a little bit. He mm -hmm. just didn't have that mental strength and that experience. Mm -hmm. If you the saw when Daniel got hurt, Usyk never left him alone from the second he got hurt, he was on him. Yeah, and, yeah, he got uh, in his face and made the kid fight. Daniel heard him and then went back to the fight again, just like a normal yeah. fight again. He yeah. never. He, and he never threw the right hand. He rarely threw the double jab. When he threw it, he had some success. But um, I thought he did a great account of himself up to about round... When did it end? Nine? Nine, yeah. I think up to about round seven. Yeah, for sure. It, it was, I was interested in the fight the whole time. I, it was, I didn't think... I, I always thought Daniel had a, a, at that had that chance of pulling one out of the bag. Yeah. Do you exactly. feel, both of you, do you feel that there was enough co sufficient controversy to warrant a rematch and he is entitled to one? Michael first. Do I think Dubois deserves a rematch? I, I don't see any reason why not. I mean, I wouldn't begrudge him. And there's certainly enough talk about it, hullabaloo, in order to justify it. I mean, the money will be there, that's for sure. Gary? This will be there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sure, but um, I don't think there'll be a different result. Um, I think he'll get. No. I think he'll get another shot, another payday because there's a technical. Um, yeah, but but I don't think anyone's going to be overexcited that he's going to win it again because, it, like Michael says, as soon as it, there was no real. He never looked I think like lightning has struck, back. hasn't it? Lightning has struck the once. I don't think it's going to strike again, is it? Yeah, but but you know what? Because he is young and he is inexperienced, yeah. he'll have learned a lot from this fight. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get back, he'll get back in the gym and he'll get more experience. He'll get he'll get stronger from this experience. 
Yeah. Like if you put him back at domestic level now, if I was managing him and, and let's say he doesn't get the fights, I would put him down to domestic level again. Yes. I would have a couple of fights. I'd take him to America. I'd get him sparring with all the guys in America. Yes. Yeah. I would just feed him and, and, and work with the trainer. And I would just build him a little quietly, let the heavyweights sort themselves out now and, and yeah. then bring him in like, like yes. a different guy. And I think yeah. at domestic level now, he's, 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 he's crossed the line and he's, he is world class, yeah. but he's not quite where he needs to be. And if he goes where he needs to be right now, he's not ready. So I would just bring him down a notch if he doesn't get it, give him a little bit more experience, let him, let him learn, get, and needs to be in America with, with the top heavyweights and all of the... Uh, I know we say England's got a lot of good heavyweights, which we have right now, but but the real work, I think, for him would be in the Vegas gyms and the, the other gyms. And let him... And even just for him mentally, I think the US is good for him. But, the, but, but there's one... That red flag, his resiliency is a red flag that he's done... It's more than once. It's been yes. two three times. He's yes, that's right. And that... It, it absolutely doesn't make any sense as a... Fragile. Awesome. Fragile after as soon as he got under pressure, fragile. Yeah. Couldn't touch and, and so and so even 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 a, a journeyman can apply pressure like that. You know what I mean? If you know, if you know it's a guarantee this guy's gonna crack when you apply pressure, anybody's gonna go in there and do that. Anybody and everybody. So how does he overcome that? It's interesting you say that because what about Usyk with the chinks in the armor which Gary perceived in Usyk last night? Mm -hmm. I ha I've always happened to believe that Tyson Fury would beat Alexander Usyk. That's yeah. not a, that's not a partisan pick. That's not an emotional pick. Yeah. I'm no big Fury fan. After last night, uh, you know he'll beat him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whereas Michael, so I think we feel that way, Gary. Currently, I think Michael. Oh no, my, he will get. I thought it was interesting. He will get absolutely crucified by Tyson Fury. Nah. He will beat him so Michael, bad. Not feeling it. How? Michael, with, with what? You know, I, I take he a little bit. He will beat him up so bad. He will beat him up so bad. He will. He will quit. But can you can you paint the picture for me? Like how with what? How is? I'll tell you what he will do. He will number one. Usyk will not hit Tyson Fury with with that nice jab that he has. It's not going to happen. It'll be a foot short. First and foremost. Secondly, Tyson Fury will bully him like other people have. Like of course, uh, Derek Chisora did some of it. You saw you saw how close Chisora Usyk was. You, people say, okay, Usyk won it easily. He never won it easily. He may have won the fight. Others say it was even. Some give it to Chisora. If you say, okay, Usyk won it, okay. You saw it was like a man and a... Tyson Fury played with Chisora the last fight. It was, it was, it was hard, hard to watch. You have to see these levels, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's... And Usyk, so... <clears throat> Just to compare two fighters, but when you see Daniel Dubois make make Usyk uncomfortable for a little bit, what's a six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pound, incredible talented? He's become a puncher. He's smart. He's as smart, if not smarter, than Usyk. I saw so many holes in Usyk last night. I was so disappointed, and more so, I was so disappointed. I thought he was. It was like it, the complaining. It made just. I thought, what the, what's wrong with him? It's like why are you keep complaining? Okay, it's thank like you. It's like you didn't want to be there. And um, and to and to, we've all seen 
on photographs. I ask you this, Michael. You saw the photograph. You said it was not a low blow, right? No. So no. you tell me now. Uh -huh. Tell me now. Let's rewatch the reaction that Usyk took. What? Read the. He's on the floor like he kicked him in his bollocks with a pair of football boots on, right? Uh -huh. if it, you saw where the shot hit. It wasn't in the bollocks, that's for sure. So look at what for three minutes he was. I didn't think he was going to get up. So how do you explain that that man that was like a little boy, like he was been kicked in the bollocks, which he hadn't. Everyone knows he hadn't. So now we know he hasn't. It was a bit low, so it's maybe below the navel, but above the hip. So it was a body shot. And and his reaction supposedly be the greatest ever Hall of Fame. What? How do you explain that reaction? If you're his psychologist, how? Tell me what that means. That reaction. Well, I think I I, I do think that if the ref would have you know impressed upon him that he's got to get up and get going, that he would have got up and got going. Basically, but was he acting when he was doing all this breathing and screaming? And I mean, I think I think he, was that acting or was he hurt? No, I think I think it physically the shot hurt. I mean, those kinds of shot, uppercuts that push the air up and out of you, and like they move your innards around uppercuts when they catch you to the body. They're the worst shots to get hit with. So, yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I just don't. What word am I looking for to to? Well, first of all, I don't think Tyson Fury. Well, Tyson Fury isn't the same type of fighter as this kid. That's for sure. And and Tyson Fury, he's vastly better. Sorry, he's vastly better than Dubois. He's fast. He's vastly better, but you know, it's like, it's like fighters' timings are so specific and certain style. That's why, I mean, I hate the term. You hate the term styles make fights. I spend time doing that, and I don't. But there's certain things a person does that would get to, um, that would get Let me to. Ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Tony Bellew, okay, okay, mm -hmm. Tony Bellew. You like him, right? Nice. I don't, you don't know. Him. I don't know him either. So, if he fought Tyson Fury, how do you see it going? I, I don't think I've ever seen him fight. I've I know he's he, the he, he was almost beating Usyk for half the fight. Yeah. Okay. If you put Tony Bellum in Tyson Fury, the simple size it would be, it would it wouldn't even be competitive because of the just everything about it would be wrong. It would be like Hamid's son and the little kid last night. Before. But, but, here's, but here's the thing, Gary. I understand what you're saying. But he's not big enough to fight Fury. But, he was but, but that's when it comes down to skills because size isn't everything. There's a, been a ton of... No, so but Tony Bellew, Tony Bellew co competed with the Usyk. Skillful, skillful. Skill. I happen to think, by the way, without wishing to throw a spanner in the works of your logic, Gary... I happen to think Usyk knew exactly what he was doing against Bellew and wh whether he may have been ahead on the cards or whatever, I think he was just walking him into his fate. And I don't think Bellew was ever in danger of winning that fight. That was my take on it. I, I thought Bellew was great in that fight and I thought it was uh, he was extremely competitive and then he got hit with a shot and like he would have knocked anybody out of that shot. It was the perfect shot. And it wasn't the... I mean, Bellew's a tough kid. He just got tagged like one of them perfect shots. But up to that, I think... I don't know if the judges' cards had Bellew ahead. or It was very, very close. But if you put Bellew with someone like... And we have to consider this. If you put Bellew with someone like Tyson Fury, I don't think it would be competitive. Just not only for the, 
the skill set, but the size. Now, he's put on a little weight to go to heavyweight, but he's still that guy. But you know, and, you know what? It, it, ultimately, boxing is about what you do. Like this fist to that face. That's all there is to it. the body. It. The body, right? Yeah, or the body or the bollocks. Yeah. So, but, so ultimately, it's about like you're fencing with your fists, basically. So it's a certain has a, a certain guy has a different way of a different approach. That's it can be confusing if you don't do your homework, if you're not prepared, if you're and and and, and I do believe that Usyk, I don't think he prepared adequately for this kid. I really don't think he did. Everyone thought, oh, this is just going to be a nice showcase for you in Poland, and and you're going to go in there and you smack him around. The kids had maybe twenty, what's it, twenty fights in his whole life, and I don't know how much of an amateur career he had. But, you know, the kid went to work and he was serious about whatever he did. And he, you know what I mean? He really applied himself. And, and I think Usyk was just in a position of like, just too much. He was too comfortable. He took it. He took the fight for granted. It's the same logic. What you're saying, Michael, the same logic when people say, if Henry Cooper can knock a young Cassius Clay down, then, then X, Y, and Z. When you say no, because he take guys like Sonny Liston and Ernie Shavers and George Foreman a whole lot more seriously. And it's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, you do. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, when we look at the big picture, I, going into the fight, I had this Usyk invincibility feeling mm-hmm. and coming out of the fight, completely 1000% gone. And that's not preparation or he got tired or he wasn't like as, sharp, as sharp as he should have been. The whole thing about him was a turn off for me. I, I was... The complaint completely underwhelmed, and it was extremely competitive for a few rounds. Um, so Michael, you actually think who's because Gary and I appear to be saying that we would we would back Fury any day in the week against Usyk as it stands. Are you saying that you would back Usyk, or you're just saying you wouldn't say it's a foregone conclusion? I I would, I would, I. I mean, obviously, yeah, if you watched last night, it's got a little bit of, you know, there's some damage done. But I yeah. believe that, um, I believe Usyk would step up to the plate. And I think he could beat, I think he could beat Fury. The way in which, like, you can see, as a fighter, you can see, come on, Gary, you see that? You can see when, when Tyson... Oh, in a million years, can he... Bro, you see it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I loved Usyk before this fight, but I tell you what, he got exposed last night for me. And it could be age. I don't know what it is. You say it's not prep. I, I respect your opinion on that, and you may be correct. Whatever it was, he showed so many cracks in the arm last night on every level. Okay, I'm sorry. Can I can I can I butt in with this one? Who was it? It was um. It wasn't Bruce Finch. Who did Sugary come back with, and he got dropped? Kevin uh, Howard. Kevin, Kevin Howard. Howard. Yes. Like he, he came in. He was going to fight Hagler. He was going to take a warm up. Took the warm up. Got dropped by. Kevin Howard and what happened then. And everyone thought Hagler was going to murder him. But listen, but listen, yeah, but but he wasn't going to fight Hagler just like that. That wasn't his next fight or anything. He was coming back and that was that. And there was plenty of big fights on his horizon. Then he retired again, didn't he? And then and he stayed in the pasture for three years. People definitely thought Hagler was going to murder him after that because that was the only time they'd seen him in the ring in five years. Exactly. So, so we can say whatever we want about like perceptions and, and feelings. Yeah, I hear that and feelings and stuff like that. But the reality is when they get into the ring, how do they match up first and foremost, timing wise, mentally, that's going to be an issue as well. Mentally, maybe Tyson Fury is going to be more confident now because he saw what this kid did to him 
And of course, he's going to take a page out of the book. He's going to start throwing up a cuts to the body. But then maybe the Usyk understands what that, that's going to happen. And he has counters and traps set exactly for that. You, 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 I mean, you know, boxing is like, it's so obvious, but there's so many intricacies in it as well. You know what I mean? Like, there's just something, like the angle that Usyk may come in at may not be something conducive to um, to uh, Tyson Fury's offense. It may not, it may absolutely throw it off. We never know that. And, but the thing is, um, Usyk has the talent to be able to do that. I don't think this is an age, time thing, anything like that. I think it was just, you know, he was... I mean, I'm, listen, I'm speaking out of out, out of place because I don't live his life. I don't know him. I don't know anyone around him. But I know he's been, you know, he's 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 the hero of his country. And there's a lot of things that were expected of him. And he's, you know what I mean? Now he's he was over in Poland. He's going to have a show. Everyone has just blown smoke up his butt. And, you know, he's the greatest thing. And he has this kid coming in who, who got wiped out by a couple of guys. And now, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So now, so now he's supposed to go in there and whoop him. But sometimes, you know what I mean. That's Gary, you know, and, and Ben, I'm sure you know too. Sometimes you go in there with a level of expectancy, and all of a sudden the guy does something. And it's like, oh god, you know what I mean? Like, I better adjust. Did, you, did either of you ever take one of your opponents lightly? Can I ask you for personal experience of that uh, phenomenon? I've took them lightly, but the reality is this. When you train for six weeks, eight weeks for a fight, right? And you get, sure, you can train harder for some fights and less for others. And, but when you're in pretty good nick, generally, maybe in the 11th and 12th, it will, you'll get exposed. But in the first six, if you take someone lightly in the first, in the first six, take someone lightly, you wake up first round and you say, oh, I took this fucking guy a bit. And you liven up very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, when you train an extra little bit harder, a little bit that, that your timing's that much better, that you've that much. I think you're the same guy. You may be five percent less if you're not absolutely on the money. But if you take someone lightly and you realize it, then you say, okay, let's. As the fight was going on, he was getting worse, uh, and there were stages where Daniel, you know, he had moments. In the, Life's about moments, you know, and he had a lot of moments and like little moments that were that that with more experience he could have took advantage of, which he didn't. He let him go these moments. Like when when Usyk got up, he should have jumped on him, but he didn't. He went back to, you know, inexperience. There was a few times he should have jumped on Usyk, and he and he didn't. Well, you know what, you know what Usyk did. Usyk does like you know that Halloween cat thing. You raise the back. It's like all of a sudden you look like you're you're ready to fight, and all of a sudden because. Because this kid, uh, Dubois, isn't experienced. He's like, oh, oh, my God, he's ready to fight. So he's going to lay back. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I don't know if um, – I don't know if – I think we get – you know, I think I am guilty of – and I think – I only speak for myself, but I think I am guilty of, as many are, of overrating Usyk. Because I understand he came into the, the – this. he came into the scene – with this incredible resume of as a cruiserweight, yes, sure, he beat all the cruiserweights. But you know that's okay. So he's, he's a cruiserweight champion. Great. He went up to heavyweight. It was very unimpressive in his first couple of fights. So mm. much so to the fact that a guy who we've all have, have said he's been finished for the last five years has won one out of the, his last ten fights 
almost he beat him on a split decision. And we're all saying this man is invincible. Then he beat Anthony Joshua twice, once pretty convincingly, second time, not that convincingly, but not overwhelmingly. And and so that's an Anthony Joshua that we're, that we're all critiquing now. Usyk beat him early. How is he so fucking amazing? And then now he fights Dubois. He gets hit, complains the whole fight, goes down for 20 minutes when he gets hit and, it says it, and says at the press conference he got a hit in the balls. We all know that's a lie. I just think I give him... I th- because I've, I, I, I said on the last podcast, I don't get it. You know, when I said, you know, we, uh, Michael wasn't here. I said, everyone's got this, uh, this thing about he's one of the greatest of the greats. I don't get it. I don't, I think he's messy. I think he's, uh, I think he's extremely awkward. He has to be. He must have, he must be extremely awkward. It's difficult to nail. He's, 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 he's slippy, but he gets hit. If you look at his last few fights, even this fight, he banged up a little bit. Last fight, cut. He gets caught. He's awkward. He's not a big puncher. He's a, he's a, he wears you down. Pick, 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 pick. He hits hard. He's hitting harder lately. So he wears you down. So he's not a huge puncher. He gets caught. He, he, like, he, he does everything good and nothing great for me. And I just think that I, I certainly, I'm going to speak for me, I, I overrated him. And you know what? That reminds me of Gary. Uh, regardless of whether I share those views entirely or not, you're only as good as your last fight, um, as the old axiom says. Now, this time last year, exactly a year ago, he just beat Anthony Joshua the second time. Some people were criticising Anthony Joshua, as you just detailed. And that Adi Adelapo, who's on the zone, the, the black guy, um, youngish, said, they're all knocking Anthony Joshua, but who did he lose to? They said, do you realise Usyk is the pound for pound king? He said, oh, let me ask you this. Let's say Anthony Joshua now goes to Vegas and fights Deontay Wilder, gets knocked out in a minute, which is yeah. possible. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me that Usyk's the greatest of the great. He had two. Well, there you go. And, and the he guy said, 24 rounds with Joshua. And, exactly. And, uh, and, and a year ago, one second, Michael. A year ago today, Adi Adelapo says, just think of this. Of all the people in the world who do boxing, Usyk is the best. Let that sink in. Now, that struck me as a hyperbolic, fanboyish, naive comment anyway for someone who's on a major broadcasting platform. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a year, everybody's in love with Crawford and Inouye, and, and it's between those two as far as people talk, this mythical pound-for-pound status. And how many people today um, think Usyk is the best fighter by none at any single weight in the world? Can, Almost can nobody, I, just, I would say. Can um, I just ask that question because we were talking over each other? If, I, if Usyk goes and fights uh, Wilder now, gets knocked out in one or two rounds, or three rounds, right? Yeah. How if uh, how can you say he's the greatest if if um, Joshua fights a wild yeah, yeah. gets blown away and gets knocked out in a round or two how can you uh, so that's you know he, he exposes Joshua let's say or whatever how can you so he he executes Joshua in two rounds however Usyk did 24 rounds how can he be the greatest of the greats when this guy's just knocked him out? Into, and if Fury fought Joshua and, and stopped him in three, four rounds, how can we keep Usyk struggle with him? He struggled with the, he struggled with a few, right? He struggled the point that people think he got robbed. I mean, how great is he? When has he been dominant as a heavyweight? When was he dominant even against? Uh, he wasn't dominant against Tony Bellew. 
Yeah, but but the thing is, he's winning. He's undefeated, no matter how. That's what Peter McDonough said. He made a comment on YouTube. He said, you know, Chisora was competing, Bellu was competing, Dubois was competing, but they all got beat. That is uh, to Bennett. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. The win. If a guy defends the title twenty-five times and wins twenty-five split decisions, you know what I mean. He, he still defended it. <laughs> that's a fair point. I just think that the. The, the machine didn't I I yeah I, 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 I was I, I'm with you guys until last night and then I, I'm not gonna judge a guy in one fight because well, I, see, I, when I, I was I have experience night, I'm not gonna do I, that but I saw fundamental cracks I saw fundamental in my eyes I had you know I watched things and I, I don't say I'm spiritual what I'm watching for but I feel things and I and I and it's not just the fight I, it's the little things well, that's why that, that's exactly why I think there was there was an issue in his training. There were things he didn't do. There were things he didn't do. He wasn't. I mean, I'd never seen him like he was. He wasn't turning over his punches. He was throwing. He was throwing this. He was throwing that left hand, and the, the dude was right in front of him. He's right there in front of him, and he threw the left hand and and was short on purpose because he was throwing it across his body. He was throwing like. Like the mythical left cross. I was going to say, like a cross, Michael. <laughs> I, I'm going to say so that it make you laugh. It's like, <laughs> but, he, but he punched a cross, right? He punched a cross, so automatically he didn't try. Like when you punch, you got to put your fist where the face is. That's the intent of your punch. He, he, when he punched last night, he had no intent behind his punches. Basically, that's all I'm saying. And I think what that I'm was saying, that was I had a feeling last night, which I've not had before with Usyk, and it's like, like, uh, 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 who he was, and I don't think he's been put in a position to have to show who he was until last night. I think, and so it's like, imagine a girl. Okay, good morning. You know, and you're going to marry her, and she goes out and gets drunk and gets uh -huh. and sleeps with another man. Yeah, you can't say ah, she was drunk. No, what a, a character is that a character like you get some girls as drunk as you want, they're not going to sleep with you because that's not who they are. Yeah, so, do you understand me? It's like he, yeah, he showed real flaws. Could, well, could, could you elaborate on Could you elaborate on that a little bit more? What I'm saying is, if, if someone is a certain way, there's a certain way you can. Not and it will come out, of, uh, but they are fundamentally who they are. So, if mm -hmm. uh, like the the way let we all know one thing, and this is a fact: we know that he didn't get hit in the balls, right? Mm -hmm. And we all know. Let's all let's all be real fucking many and not lie. We all know when you get hit in the balls with a protector on, it's very rarely that it fucking hurts anyway. Some people are saying it might move, Gary. Some people are saying, is it a possible thing that the protector moves and, and impacts negatively on no, the ground? No, no, well, no because it can only go down. It can't go up, right? He, I mean, well, it, it can go up. He got hit in the middle, up, up in the middle, and the protector, in many ways, would have helped more than hinder. Um, because Henry Cooper have... once claimed that happened to him. He said it was a European title fight. I think the guy was called Tomasini from Italy, and he got hit. Up the balls, and he said that he said he took the he said that obviously the, the protector, the little cups they wore back in the day, yeah, yeah, was convex when he put it on, and it was concave when he took it off. Cooper told a few stories <laughs> that weren't necessarily true, they're a bit embellished. Maybe that's one of them, I don't know. 
Right, but that was not the case last night. We all know he got hit in the mid-range, right? So his three-piece equipment is below that. And, and with, you know, he, it, it was, you know, of, of it, it, it can only go downwards, not upwards, right? So he got a hit. It was not in the nuts. He got a hit between the, the you know, the navel and, and maybe the, pubic bone, whatever, yes. in the middle. Yeah. The reaction was like he got hit in the nuts. Now, you explain psychologically that to me. I don't understand it. If you if you could convince no, no, me. That's the thing, Gary. I don't think he reacted like he did get hit in the nuts. He reacted he like... Oh, he, okay, he's, yes, he did say that, but he his actions were like somebody that got hit with a body shot, not with not with a low blow. His, the way he reacted, but he, but he made it look like a low blow, right? I, I don't think he. I don't think he did. I if think he I, felt like he got it with a body shot. He would. He would have had to get up by ten. That's he'd have been knocked out. Yeah. Right? No. 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 It's but, an interesting thing, guys. Quickly, if it was a low blow, which the referee obviously is calling that it was, yeah, what and it caused that kind of injurious impact on the opponent. Why didn't the referee dock a point from Dubois? Would that not be standard? No, it wouldn't be standard. It shouldn't have been. I know when I fought Hearns, I caught him in the in the in that neighborhood, and immediately they took a point off. No warning, no nothing. Angelo. Went well, what I'm saying, so if, if if the referee was sticking to his convictions, should he have taken a point off as well? Yes, that's what I'm, I'm putting to you. You get it? Yeah. No, but but if it happens the first time, if that's the first one. Then, no, but he was, he was complaining but, ten but, times before that. He's complaining the whole time, but did the referee step in at any point and acknowledge the fact that he, he didn't got... warn him? He didn't have any warnings, no. So no, he but, did. He but, did. Do you remember he brought them together a couple of times? Said oh yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, but the thing is, he, if, he, acknowledged, if you... he acknowledged Usyk four or five times and acknowledged to Dubois, lift him up before that, and then he gets hit with a big one, puts him on his ass for three minutes, and does not get a point. So, do you Very guys remember the, Do you he, guys he, remember He warned Dubois three, four times before that. Yeah, I didn't know it was for low blows. Was it? Okay. Do you guys remember the Andre Ward-Kovalev situation in the rematch? Yeah. The, yeah. Do you think it was a very similar punch? In, in terms of oh, yeah, absolutely. It was on the belt line, but more, even more to the centre, I think. Do you think Kovalev is watching that today being like, well, if he gets a benefit of the doubt, why didn't I? <laughs> Never mind Cam Buchanan, if we want to really run it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, I remember because those shots, look, the belt line, I mean, boxing shorts are designed a certain way for a reason, right? That belt line, the, like the waist, the, 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 bat, the, um, the ribbon that goes around the waist, that's... Yeah. That's that exactly. doesn't define it, though, Michael. That's what I sent you earlier on Facebook. That doesn't define it. It depends where they wear it. It's, the referee told me today who's a top yeah, referee. No, the referee will say, listen, the shorts are high, so this is going to be your low blow area. And da, da, yeah. da. But I'm just saying, as as a um, like an equator, this is where the divide is. This is, you know, basically they use that, they use the, the ribbon that goes around your waist on the top of your shorts as a gauge. That's a visual gauge to see what shots are low and what shots aren't. Yes, it is. That's, it. that's the idea, idea behind the design. I'll tell you one thing. If if Dubois had hit that Kevin Lorena, the, the, the South African also ran, that he dispatched on the Fury Chisora undercard, the referee would have just counted him out and he'd have, he'd have been in the shower with his brown envelope and money, you know, as soon as you knew it, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Wouldn't so, have been the thing. It was about privilege. There was a degree of privilege in it, regardless of what people think about the legitimacy or otherwise of the shot. The yeah. fact that Usyk is the three-quarter heavyweight champion of the world, defending practically in his home country, very much the A-side, that was a factor, as, as it always is, right? Yeah, it is. It always is. And, and yeah, I mean, I thought that, well, what do you think, Gary? I mean, the, the technically, the shot was low. You know, if we're going to go by the book. So, 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 I'm sorry. So, on the belt line, like, like this right here, on the belt line, that's considered a low, low blow if you hit him here. Michael, right? did you see that video I sent you earlier? There's a referee at a recent title fight, and he's saying any shots on the belt are fouls. He actually yeah. on the belt. Right, now, let me, let me give you the exact spot where it hit, because I, I, I looked today and I throw three straws and everything. So, on his belt line, on his, on his, uh, can you, I don't know if you can see me here. I can just see a black t-shirt. Keep going. Anyway, on the belt line, you know, where the, where the shorts go like this, you know, with the, with the, yeah. with the thing around. Waistband. The middle was an insignia, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He hit him right on the insignia. Yes. So right in the middle of the, where the belt, the belt, the belt, and then the shorts, right? So in the middle of the belt, I, fro I froze the camera, and he was right on the on the on the insignia, ironically. The insignia so right in the middle. The insignia right on the in the middle of the belt. Of the that's created a wonderful image in my mind. Can you imagine Bob Fitzsimmons wife in 1897 at Coma, California, shouting to her husband, hit him in the insignia, Bob? That would have been classic. <laughs> anyway, he hit him right on the insignia. That's a nice word to call it, right? Yeah. He hit him right on the insignia. Now, that technically, I don't know if Michael knows more than me. I don't know. I, I kind of was looking up online today, and it says below the belly button is, yeah. is technically uh, low. So yeah. I didn't say illegal. I was looking. He said low. It was below the belly button. It was not in the, in the uh, family jewels. Or nowhere near the family. It's issues. strange how much the industry is actually quite vague on this. What you see today, because you two are top class fighters, you know, I've been around the game for an awful long time, and yet there is the fact that when you look at all the debates that have been happening online, on Twitter, and on other social media platforms, people are not as clear as the industry is not as clear as it should be on But Gary, it is very clear. Every time, every time since the beginning of time in pugilism, the referee brings the guys to the center of the ring and he says, No punches below the belt. Below the belt. And that is the belt. That thing that goes around your waist on, on your shorts. But it's an imaginary line, Michael. You've got to take that on board. It's not that the thing on your it's shorts is quite as places. It's where if a person, if a, if a, if a fighter wears his shorts up high, they're going to say, listen, I'm not going to count. I'm going to count shots. Yeah. Up here so it's not about the belt line then. So it's not it's, about the waistband. It is about the waistband. Because they're saying, like, if, if, I'm wearing, if, my, if I'm wearing my waistband here, right, and the guy's hitting me here, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. hitting me here and here. Now, if he hits me down here on the waistline, I mean. Exactly. It's, so it's about your anatomy. It's not about the, the waistband per se. Is that logical? No, no. Because it, it's in the, the waist, the the border is an, is like the equator. It's like it's how you it's how you know where the shot was between his belly button and his pelvic bone in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, below, 
Yeah, it's it's absolutely impossible to judge through shorts and a, and a kidney protection. Well, well, uh, not not really. A pay rise not in, in visit, impossible because if you look at the Usyk shorts, you just see his belly button, and then yeah. the, you just see it, and then his shorts right on the belly button. During got the right in the middle of the strap that goes around the shorts in the middle and and the belly button is just on top of the strap so we it was if, if there's the belly button here his punch was there only this way so there's the belly button the punch was there landed yeah so then yeah. we're talking this much uh yeah this much distance the belly button was here the shot was here so the belly button's here, the shot's here. So that that's the, uh, <laughs> that that is the distance. We've had a we've had a funny there's comment the here. Button, there's the shot, and the dick is down here. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm going to get a geezer called Matthew Mulligan to replace all of us because he's clearly a, a seer. He says, "Lads, you sick one every single round, including the fifth. It was a low blow, and you should all know the definition of that. We're being chastised." Uh, don't forget, Dubois also had a good breather himself. I'm sure he really appreciated that, you know, with Usyk absolutely there for the taking. I'm sure, I'm sure Dubois thought, what a lovely breather this is. <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah, listen, I, I respect all opinions, but getting back to the, to the, to the crux of this thing. Um... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply i just i just a lot of people are using pictures to justify their thoughts and they're using pictures like when the impact the impact isn't even even been made it's an upward arcing punch the fist isn't even sinking to the body yet they said see it's low because the hand is hasn't touched the body yet see this is the this is the belt line right this is the fist and it hasn't hit yet yeah, right there yeah. and, and i hear that yeah there, there so many that. images circulate so many forensic scientists on facebook today with their exhibit A's, and the the ones who believe it was legit show the one where it lands right in the middle, and it looks it looks fine. And and the the ones who want to prove the point that it was low, they show the one that you said hadn't finished its trajectory yet, so it looks like it, you know. But well, let me let let me ask you this, guys. The biggest point is this: it, it wasn't in the bollocks. It was a bit low. Yeah. So it was still it was still in the body. Is the react did the reaction warrant the shot? I guess he must have been in pain, Gary. But, but right, but is that you get yet in pain if you get hit in the solar plexus? So he, he got hit in the body, the low body. Let's say it's a different pain than getting hit in the balls. Okay, yeah. okay, and and is that is that now okay? Then fair play, Usyk. Uh, you got hit in the lower part of the body, which is a different feeling. Uh, it, you know, did he? Re my my issue was he didn't get hit in the nuts. He, his reaction appeared like he'd been hit in the nuts. He even said at the press conference, at post press conference, "You're not allowed to hit me in the nuts," because he was 
they, they all yeah. laughed when the translator had said nuts. So he's still saying it at the post press conference that he got hit in the nuts. And that's for, that was his reaction. We all know he didn't. So let me ask you, where does that put you you guys? Let me ask you both uh, Ben first. If he's saying he got hit in the nuts post-press before all this drama because he's not seen all the cameras froze and all of it, he doesn't know what's going on. What does that tell you about I, I suppose I suppose it gives you reason to believe that he's capable of being disingenuous. And like you said, because he might not have gone through the whole thing and seen the replays yet, he just no, he perhaps hasn't. he can get away with that narrative. Perhaps he thinks he can justify that narrative and it gets him out of jail. I mean, I wonder how cynical we're going to be about Alexander Yusik and how much gamesmanship was involved last night. You know, um, it was, was the referee absurdly... Um, Pally with him and with a real bedside manner in his after the, after the fight, he was no. absolutely he was absolutely like molly coddling him a lot. He was um he was talking to him. They were in they were in like almost like an in-depth conversation. Uh I don't know what it was, but they were back and forth and they were and he was smiling and he was petting Usyk on the back and he was being very chummy with him. And you don't want to see that with officials. No. Even, if, even if everything's on the up and up, you just don't do that. You do your job. You get out the ring. You raise his hand, whatever it is. But there's no need for that kind of like jovial conversation. Uh, for for me, the big, the, the, big, the big thing for me last night was this. Look, Michael was correct in saying Usyk won the fight all night, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think, no, no issue, with or without, right? No, with or without. He would have won. My thing is... He's not the guy I thought he was. I hear that. And I think that's a perfectly... That's rational. all I say. And you can say why. I can give you 50 reasons. But one of them was mentally. He's not the guy I thought he was. Uh, I don't. I think he was uh, too competitive. Daniel Dubois, I understand, is a good prospect. He's a puncher. He's, he's, he's very inexperienced. He's always, almost naive as a child. Like I told you before the fight last week, he had a child like Bobby. He, he's not ultra world level. Um, he, he may, can he get there? Sure. Uh, Which none, none, of, none of the heavyweights are, are anyone right. you know, in terms of skills anyway. No. Uh, you just stood them all on the head, technically, now, you know, still. So that none of them are. So, but he's being, I did think Usyk was more skilled than the rest of the guys. In and it was so competitive, though, last night for a while. So I just said to myself, he's not that great because. Like, if you see a great fight and you put him in with someone who's good, they just take him to pieces, Clinic, clinically. I've seen so many clinical jobs in my life. Like, you go, wow. I've never seen a clinical job from Usyk, ever. I've seen him wear people down. I've seen him messy fights, wears you down. I saw Chisora put him in extreme discomfort for a long time. I saw Joshua have moments. Um... I saw a competitive fight last night with a pretty much inexperienced young prospect. And I just, and I saw him struggle many times. He was never comfortable. And at Honestly. one point of the fight last night, I felt Usyk was, I almost thought he was going to not get up. And like, I thought he was going to throw it. I thought he was just going to like not get up. I, I think it did look that way. I'm getting the wind-up um, sign from from Simon, the, the tech okay. guy. The but don't forget, don't forget that the referee did say, "Stay down, take your time." He's like, "I'm ready to go," and and the referee kept saying, "No, no, no, take your time. You got five more minutes or 
Six more. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. They, they, they paid me a lot of money. It's okay. It's the A side thing again, isn't it? It is the A side thing again. I'm, no, I'm but thinking... I mean, no, the referee said that. No, Usyk didn't say that. The referee said. No, we're, that's what we're saying. We're, we're talking about the A side thing, and the referee. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you understand it. But um, I think um, it it does heat everything up again. You know what I mean, and it does. For in order for fights to sell and for interest, you need to have these kinds of controversies. Really, I mean, this is the ones that pose. The, I mean, this one, that's what makes you tune in. You want to see the like the next. That was a cliffhanger. You want to see the next series. It made things more interesting last night, didn't it? Because most people predicted a very one-sided, you know, pointless yeah. affair. Yeah. They thought, you know, that uh, Dubois hadn't earned a mandatory. Uh, uh -huh. in the first place at the th three quarters or whatever championship yeah. last night made for interesting viewing and it's made for interesting debate the day after hasn't it and no doubt yeah. it's not over yet by a long shot um, so what do you think happens with Dubois career after this goes up I, or goes down and I, well I think if he's lucky enough to get a rematch he'll get another good payday and then and he'll get beat again um yeah. But but he, but you know what? I I wouldn't bet on it next. I would give him a chance. He had a chance last night. <laughs> I just don't think he has the mental strength to go any further now. But I, mean, I tend to be, agree with Gary. Away and works and and find you know and find something a little. He's got to learn. He's got to go to another level somewhere mentally. And that 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 can he can he get that maybe? Um, but this probably is what you were saying. For for my summation of. Because I know we got to go. It, it would be I, I'm I'm disappointed in Usyk after last night. I, there's many reasons which we've got into, but I, I'm a little disappointed. I'm completely convinced that Tyson Fury will wipe the floor with him, which I always thought he'd beat him, but I think he'll completely destroy him. And the last thing is, I think that we should the matchmakers should be held accountable because if that kid, not being funny, he was lucky enough to, to get stopped. If that kid would have got hit with a clean shot on the chin and gone in a coma, which is possible, someone's got to be accountable. Because that, for me, the kid didn't have a prayer. Now, I, I love Naz. I understand he's looking after his son and he's, and he's getting... Uh, he had to go through the motions, not have a tough fight, just go through it. A big, it was a big arena... A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure having a father who was amazing. I get it all, but but come on, let's at least put him in with someone that's. That, I, know, that, I know we got to run, but um, Ben, quickly, I, I would just say, like this, this is commonplace in boxing with a lot of fighters. You know what I mean? You really like you get them. You know what I mean? Like they're pretty much just bait. They're, I mean, you know that, Gary. Like I know yeah. that, but. You never I don't think what it is, yeah, I never fought guys like that, but but you know what I thought. You know what I thought my pro debut. I think the guy had like 40 fights. So he yeah. was fodder, but he was a yeah. nightmare because he knew every trick in the book. Yeah. And he was so a physically strong man. He was a guy, I think his guy's name was Steve Tempro, strong yeah. as a bull and twisting yeah. me and turning me and yeah. fucking me around. He was a nightmare. And I was thinking, you know, give me someone who's on the debut like me. This kid <laughs> knew every trick in the book. I, I, I of course I got rid of him. And and not, who cares when his record was, you know, fifteen and forty? But he he was a physically strong man. Mm -hmm. This kid was a little baby. He was he's the kind of kid, you know. Uh, sad to see. It's like with Campbell Hatton when they kept looking outside of Britain for his opponents, even though they were fighting in the UK. 
but and the reason they were looking at her, they couldn't find anybody in Britain licensed who was bad enough to, to fit well, the. They were uh, looking outside uh, high schools for this department. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, but fellas, on on that note, um, thank you once again for joining me with this fascinating discussion. Got to say, I'm loving the way Gary is fitting into this dynamic. I don't want to patronise a famous Hollywood actor, but I think you're really finding your feet with this format, sir, um, which is great. You do. Okay, second. You think I'm finding my feet? Yes, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're absolutely delighted to get a compliment from somebody so eminent as myself. Anyone, even as ugly as you, Ben. Yes. You said patron, Bill. Uh, ben. Patron? That's uh, that's uh, tequila, isn't it? Patron. No? Say again. Say again. Patron. Patron. Patronized. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, the tequila. Tequila, yes. I'm I've like, never yeah. heard of that tequila, and I thought I'd heard of most of them. I my have patron, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame I will not probably won't be visiting that one now. I've retired from all that game, but yeah, you know, you know you um, I'll drink one well, for you in Atlantic City when we get there, right? We're looking forward to that. I still hope Gary can make Atlantic City, but we'll talk about that off camera. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We hope you found it as interesting as we found it enjoyable. Remember, we're brought to you exclusively by Ace Podcast Nation. We are sugar, silk, and stretch. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.